afternoon. Ah, Jen, that's a new one. Um, it is afternoon where I am. Usually we're saying good morning, but good day and welcome to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage as we start to get right near the end of our fourth season of this. And uh, we just booked through our fifth season, which is really exciting. But as always, I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And with me pretty much again, as always, is our marketing director, one of our other coaches, Jen Wayborg. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Adam. Uh, see, it's morning where you are. It is. Yeah, time zone change. <laughs> and, and we've got a really cool guest for you guys today, somebody who says she's been stalking us for a long time, which is what we think is a great skill for a real estate agent to have, a little bit of uh, stalking prowess, and somebody who probably needs no introduction because she's probably one of the quirkiest guests we've had and has been promoting herself as such to be on our podcast. But uh, welcome, Madison Holland. How are you, Mads? I'm great. Thanks for that introduction. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you started it. Uh, I think I saw maybe a week or two ago you had posted something about, hey, if you think my Instagram is quirky, wait till you hear me on Adam's podcast. 30 minutes of my awkwardness. Let's All right. Well, we're used to it. Most people have gotten 30 minutes of our awkwardness every week for four years. So, um, yeah, they're, they're probably used to that. Um, but... We can certainly come back and talk about your awkwardness, that kind of thing. We don't have a problem with that. But typically with first-time guests, what we'd like to do is get a little bit of background. Who you are, where you came from, how you got into this crazy game called real estate. And maybe talk a little bit about how your career has evolved, particularly when it comes to things like lead generation and team structure, which is really what we focus on here at Just the Tips. And then, yeah, let's get quirky. Okay, let's All do right. this. Give us a little bit of background. How long have you been doing this? Oh, gosh. I think I'm coming up on four years. Okay. Wow. wow. That's So, so I'm going to digress here. And I think most of our guests know this, and maybe or maybe you don't. But we've got a pretty stringent vetting process before we're going to ask somebody to be on the show. Because what you're able to provide, the insight that you're able to give our audience is going to be significant because you do good business. And we know because we're vetting our guests. Most of our guests to be producing at a volume that you are producing at have been doing this a lot longer than four years. Oh. Um, so that's pretty impressive right off the bat. So how did you get into real estate? I, my father, he is an agent in Utah. He's been agent for 25 plus years. And I originally was working in nonprofit and I, I loved it, but there just wasn't a lot of trajectory there. You know, you kind of hit your cap. And so him and I just started talking about how can I still stay in a relationship-based industry because that's truly what nonprofit is. And he just kind of presented real estate and it felt right. So jumped right in and haven't looked back. Well, we know that you had just said you spent your holiday in Utah, St. George. St. George. Is that where your father did real estate? Yes, he's still doing it. He owns a brokerage. Okay. That's, That's a cool market. No question. Beautiful landscape, for sure. St. George is like this green mecca in the middle of a bright red desert. I don't know if people have you know ever seen it driving in or flying over. It's really a cool, cool spot in the... Uh, Desert Southwest. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so did you start doing real estate there or have you always been in Colorado? 
No, I've been in Colorado since 2000. So okay. I went to high school, college here, have stayed here, hopped all over. So I started here. Okay. Great. That, that does, does sound great. great. Um, and yes, yes I, I would say that being in the nonprofit world and being in the real estate world have an awful lot of parallels. They really do. That's I was talking to my husband about that last night with just how similar it is being immersed in somebody's life for the better. And so I think that's kind of something I was able to pull over. Okay. And so, what do you think some of those similarities are? Here, have stayed yeah, here, I think truly having a connection with whomever okay. you're helping, and whether that's buyers or sellers. And I did that on the nonprofit side. I was you know, fully immersed in the lives of the people that I was helping. And the same thing has happened with real estate. I truly find myself becoming friends with each client of mine because I am immersed in their lives. Who are they? What does this home provide them? How does it fit in with their lifestyle? Kind of the same thing. So you've got relationships with these people. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I would say my father tells everybody this. He's a collector of friends and I truly took that in my lifetime. And I also did that with my real estate. So every client of mine will tell you, we now go happy hours. I know their dog's names, their cat's names, their kids' names. We're meeting up constantly. You know, and I think that's what helps my business because then it allows them to also get to know me and feel comfortable referring me out or using me again. We, we, we like, like the, the phrase and actually teach it in some of our programs and presentations that he who has the most friends wins. Then I'm really winning. And I think that that's true. I think what's really important about this and that we're, I think a lot of our audience would probably understand that that's important and want to participate in a business where they're really only working with their friends, that kind of thing. Um, but I can't even begin to describe how different business is when all you're dealing with are people you like that you are friends with. Um, we've, we're entertaining a future coaching client who has spent his career buying Zillow leads. Oh, mm -hmm. And that's how he has made it. And Realtor.com leads, both. And he has made his career out of chasing internet leads. So it's a lot of almost cold calls and a lot of strange conversations and nothing where it's warm and friendly and, hey, we're about to get involved in the biggest transaction of your life. We should be buddies. Let's make sure we can communicate well. Let's be friends. Let's figure out our common ground. What kind of thing can, what kinds of things can we bullshit about when we're not talking about the stressors that relate to the buying and selling of homes or the buying and refinancing of homes? So it's really a big, big deal. I just don't know how to verbalize how important it is, how monumentally satisfactory it is to only be working with people that you have a relationship with. I mean, it's just night and day. Okay, so saying that makes me think that your business is probably strictly repeat and referral at this point. It is, and you know, I actually got my start with Zillow leads. I just turned them all into really great friends. Well, who doesn't want to be friends with quirky old mad? I know. Right? <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so here we are circling back to the quirky. Um, so, so how long did you do that? How long were you buying leads off the internet? I did it for 
year. Okay. And I will tell you, I'm now on my third, second, third transaction with a lot of those clients, or I'm now helping their kids, their parents, and coworkers, friends. Yeah, exactly. So I would say this year, uh, about 90% was referral or dear friends, um, but I'm still converting leads from my first round a year, you know, three years ago, essentially. How many leads do you think you bought in that year? Oh, 30. Okay. okay. Oh, so that's not a big number, not an enormous spend, yeah. but people want to be quirky with that. <laughs> Exactly. That's just the way that it goes. Okay. So a year of that's followed by three years of what's essentially a repeat referral business, which is huge. Good on you. Um, that's really, really a big deal. I'm not sure that people have told you how successful that is, how successful you are to be able to say, yeah, I bought internet leads for a year. And then three years later, I worked my sphere, past clients. Referral sources, that kind of thing. Clients, leads, and advocates is how we teach it. Um, anybody that's done business with you, that's about to do business with you, or could refer business to you. And yeah, you should be very, very proud of yourself. That is a short window and a small dollar spend to get where you've gotten. Yep, I agree. Okay, well, and people like Corky. Yeah, I like Corky. I think it's all based on my touches, too. Uh, you know, I'm really good about. Birthday cards. All right, this, yeah. is a, this is a PG rated podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, PG 13. Like no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Okay. Uh, every episode's marked as explicit on Apple and Spotify. Okay, so Jen says we're full of shit. Okay, so yeah, Mads, you can go ahead and touch people however you want, apparently. But, but tell, tell us what that means, because that's where I want to go to with this next little segment is. What are you doing? What are those touches? How are you interacting with your database? in order to maintain a repeat referral business that consistently grows. Like I said, I make them all my friends. They're kind of forced to be my friends. So it's easy to touch, you know, continue being in touch with them when I'm thinking about them nonstop. And I want to know how the house is. I want to know what's going on in their lives. And so, you know, it's I'm constantly texting, calling, hanging out, asking them for coffee, happy hours. Um, and then beyond that, I'm watching you know, what huge events are happening in their lives? Are they getting married? Are they having kids? And then I'm reaching out and I'm sending gifts. And I think the biggest thing I do is I have a get to know you form when I first meet somebody and they fill out, oh, I love coffee. I love whiskey. I have four dogs. I love to travel. And I remember those things. And so I base our conversations and my gifts on who they are and what their they like. Yeah, and, you know, send out birthday cards. Like I said, in Christmas, I... All right, slow down, slow down. Because there are two huge important things that you just put out there. One, and we refer to it as the drill down. We have a checklist of 50 questions that if you can answer about anybody in your contact database or a client for life, hobbies, interests, kids, ages, education, um, you know, the spouse's names, on and on. 50 questions about them. Again... You know, make a phone call and say, hey, it's Adam, do you like steak? You know, because that's not the way it works. But as salespeople, if we're doing our job, which is really listening, it's hard because we all like to talk, then, yeah, it's absolutely possible to answer all 50 of those questions like, are they into coffee? 
that, that kind, kind of thing. thing. The, the other piece of that puzzle that I think is really important um, is that you're actually touching people, you're paying attention so that you can touch people when they are involved in events that have psychological triggers that lead to the buying and selling of homes. You said getting married, having a baby, you mentioned those two specifically. Those are probably two of the biggest. Who's involved with those processes, with those psychological triggers that lead to the buying and selling of homes? Now, typically when we talk about it, we talk about referral partners. Do people talk to divorce attorneys? Yes, of course. But are they talking to wedding planners? Are they talking to the people who do the registries for baby showers? These kinds of things. So. By paying close attention to your circle, you're making sure that you're the person involved when they're having the psychological triggers that lead to the buying and selling of homes. Just cut out the middleman altogether. I don't need a divorce attorney to refer me business. I already know these people are getting divorced. I'm referring them to the damn divorce attorney. Exactly. Okay. Great. So thank you. I, I, I hate to interrupt, but yeah, you touched on two really big points there that I want our audience to pick up what you're putting down. Yeah, a lot of touching. All right, keep going. <laughs> uh, but uh, the same thing, anniversaries, I always have in there, you know, their first year anniversary of their home, checking in, seeing how the home is. And I always tell my clients, I'm not here to help you buy or sell one home. I'm here to help you get into that home and then sell that home and forever be your agent and your friend. And I think those touches are exactly what do that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No question. And is that something you had started doing as soon as you started in the business, as soon as you started with internet leads, that kind of thing? No, I actually, I worked with a really great mentor. Um, Sean Nealon, he's another agent, and I've learned a lot from him because he, that's how he ran his business, and I loved how genuine he was in his business, um, and what you see is what you get, and I'm truly going to create a relationship with you, and so I kind of picked up from him how to do that, so I credit him with a lot of my success. That's really cool. That is really cool, um, and yeah, I do think that Everybody needs a mentor, a coach. Oh gosh, I've probably had eight over my career, um, including now. It's uh, truly, truly important, um, I think, for personal growth, for business growth. I think one of the things that we say that really rings a bell with most people is that you're never going to reach the next plateau with the same people you've always been working with. You've got to add your team, you've got to change your team, you've got to add a new coach, you've got to change your coach, you've got to have a new mentor, whatever the case may be. So here's somebody that brought you to the level that you're at now, or to the level that you were at then, and you've probably worked with some other people that have brought you to the level that you're at now. Obviously, your dad's been a big influence. Yeah. He probably does this too. He's got a very genuine relationship type of operation. He does, yep. He will answer every single phone call. doesn't matter what time, what we're doing. As, so long as he just will answer and say, you know, I can't talk right now. I'm glad you called. I'll call you back. And I think that's huge because people are truly feeling like he cares. 
I would, I would say, say that, that that's true. true. Um, the big piece of that is that he's actually exercising the latter half. I can't tell you how many people I talk to that answer the phone that say, I can't talk now, I'll call you back. And then and you then never know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, that happens a lot. Please don't be that guy, whoever you are out there listening, watching, live, syndication, whatever. Please don't be the guy that says I'll call you back and doesn't. Um, yeah. A few hours, they weren't showing, closing, whatnot, but as long as you at least shoot them a text, let them know I'm trying to get back to you. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to be honest, honest. I think you guys, guys are in the minority when it comes to that. I would say the vast majority of people will answer that phone and say, hey, I'll call you back, and never do. Okay, let's uh, all be better. Let's all be better. Actually, I think the secret to that is Let's just all do what we say we're going to do. Yeah. If you're not going to call me back, don't tell me that you're going to call me back. It's really kind of simple. Exactly. All right. So what has been different for you in um, Legion activities over the last couple of years? 2020, 2021, these have been pretty quirky years. I think there were even a few days last year where uh, you weren't even allowed to show houses. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the governor said, okay, now you can show houses, but you can't have an appraisal or an inspection. That was a little weird. Um, so what has the last, where are we at, about 18 months, 20 months? Wow, 20 months? 21? Wow. Time is slipping. What have the last 21 months looked like for you? Have you done anything differently? You know, it, it was really hard going into stay-at-home because I actually had a meetup that was fantastic i it was called hello denver and it was to introduce people to colorado so people who are moving from california wherever we would go explore bars breweries you know everywhere from rhino to highlands and so losing that was was really tough for me and i kind of had to figure out i'm no longer face to face with these people so what should i be doing and that was just a lot of you know we have how many hours on our hands not not being able to do showing. So I was just texting a lot of people and following up with them and just genuinely wanting to know how were they during this time? Because it was tough to, you know, if you're an introvert, stay at home is probably really great. Extrovert, <laughs> probably really rough or having kids and you're having to stay home and homeschool or whatnot. So it truly was, I just wanted to know how everybody was. And I think that helped me a lot and I wasn't even trying it as a lead gen just truly wanting to know how they felt how they were handling things and so that was how I spent most of my time um, and then I also started a little side gig for creating closing baskets or just anniversary gifts and so there are little baskets with all those things people love whiskey dog toys whatever um, and just started kind of marketing to uh, like nothing friends. like a good scotch and a milk bone Mm. Oh, yeah. I like that mix. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, so I just started reaching out to people and helping them out with gifts. And I think that kind of kept me in front of them as well. Brilliant. And just, just to back, back up a little bit, you were doing this through meetup.com? Well, I had my meetup, but that unfortunately had to stop because oh, sure, sure. Yeah. in person. Um, and so I just was reaching out based on having the contacts with them. A lot of it is through my Instagram too. 
uh, I do a lot of my business through Instagram and just kind of being in front of people and being very what you see is what you get on my Instagram. You either love it or you hate it. And so I think that was another thing, too, is I try to be super active on Instagram and kind of just stayed in front of people. Uh, time in the, the box, box, we refer to that as. you got to be active on social media. you got to be constant and consistent. No question. No question. All right. So, Mads, what does your workload look like? Are you managing everything? Do you have a TC? Do you have an assistant? Tell us about your team. Yeah, I have a, or I don't have an assistant, I'm sorry, I have a TC, Tina, and she's amazing. And oh, amazing. plug for Tina. Yeah. Tina, you rock, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tina knows. I send her messages, like, you're my backbone, you're my everything. Um, I think I'm sweeter to her than my husband. Oh, my. <laughs> so, I have Tina. I don't have an assistant. Um, you know, when it comes to holiday gifts or whatnot, I will... I'll get help for people to help me with that so that I can focus my time on doing those pop buys versus creating the gift itself. But I would love to have an assistant in the future. That's kind of where I'm growing to. Okay, well, let's talk about where you're growing to since you brought it up. What are the next couple of years going to look like? What are the goals? My, we got big goals. So my like husband and I having two power outlets. Yes, I would, I'd love to have four, at least. Four. <laughs> at least four. Okay. Yes. Sorry, guys. So, side joke. My husband and I just bought um, our first house together, and we're remodeling it. And I think our goal there is to continue that process of buying homes, remodeling them, building some, you know, growth and wealth there, while also building my my business. So I'm currently on a really fantastic team you know, B1 is the team. There's about 33 agents and we started a mentorship program with them. So I've actually started mentoring new agents and finding a lot of fun in that and enjoying that. So I think getting some newer agents in, teaching them my ways and kind of doing exactly what Sean did with me for other agents. So that's my goal to do that. And then obviously just keep my referrals and my friends happy. Those are pretty solid goals. I think that those are all really good ideas. Um, can you give us a little sneak peek as to what you think 22, 23 volume is going to look like? How many deals you're targeting? Um, I'm targeting 50 deals. A year. year. Yes, a year. So I, I doubled my business last year. And I think, you know, I think I can get there. But I'd also believe in not having such aggressive amount of production if you are mentoring people. So then you can have that time to be with them as well. So You will need an assistant. If you're going to mentor people in close 50 deals, you're going to need an assistant. Um, yeah, there's no uh, ifs, ands, or buts about that because there just aren't 80 hours in a day. Uh, so yeah. no question about that. But um, I don't know if our audience... They probably understand what a big deal that is. I mean, 50 deals a year for a real estate agent is a big number. Particularly when we're talking about somebody who's a single agent and has a TC. Yeah. Right? And we're talking about typically when we see that kind of volume, we see fairly sizable teams. Dedicated TC, full-time assistant, maybe a buyer's agent to boot. Okay, so... 
yeah, yeah that's, that's a big, big deal. deal. I think uh, I, I think you should be very proud of yourself. I, I, I think Jen and I are probably way more impressed with the shit you're doing than we even thought when we invited you to be on the show. Now, granted, that was probably a year ago. Yeah, it was. We're booked out about a year, thirteen months. We've already started booking into season six. Um, so, yeah, that's a big, big deal. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I would be willing to bet, and correct me if I'm wrong, although I hope that this is true, and I hope that our audience picks up on this. Doubling your business year over year is possible. All you need to do, guys, all of you, is the exact same activity that you've done in previous years. So if I did 20 deals last year, because of the lead gen work that I did, I just have to remain constant and consistent and in theory, I'll get another 20 deals this year. Then all I need is for each of those 20 deals I did last year to just refer me one person, just one person, and I've got another 20. Now the numbers aren't always gonna jive exactly 100% that way, but if you do what you've been doing, and you get the people that helped you, that you helped last year, the ones that liked you anyway, to refer you just one person in a whole year, you're going to double your business. And I'm betting mad that that's kind of the path you went down. That's exactly right. And I didn't even intentionally do that, but I did see, okay, you know, at the end of the year, who are my clients? Where did they come from? How did I maintain a relationship with them? And then because it felt fluid for me I just kept doing it and it's true it's, this is how it works yeah great way to close this out and Mads thank you so much it wasn't as quirky as we thought it was going to be you actually seem like a normal person we, we know it's not true but you seem that way yeah it's still early here so I'm learning it's, it's still morning okay um, and thank you. I know carving out a half hour on a Monday is a big, big deal. Jen, what am I missing? And if nothing, then take us home. Yeah, thank you so much, Madison. We really appreciate it. I know, especially a year out, it's difficult to book 30 minutes and keep it on your schedule. So we appreciate it. Um, it still excites you guys. You did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are currently booking into January of 2023 right now, which is insane i've booked two shows for 2023 already so um for the rest of you if you want to find out more about us or you're interested in being a guest on the show uh you can text tips to 63566 uh it's, we'll shoot you back all kinds of stuff you can see our recent videos both of the show and our weekly little tip you can get a copy of adam's book just the tips book a free hour of coaching with us um links to the podcast on apple and on spotify and our website uh, and then, as always, if you or anyone you know is interested in being a speaker at the 6th Annual Mile High Mastermind 2022 or the 6th Semi-Annual Social Media Day Denver, <laughs> uh, definitely reach out to me about that. As it, well. It'll be annual, annual again. The pandemic right. was a hiccup. Yeah, it just missed one year. That's all. So, um, But yeah, text tips to 63566 to find out everything you could possibly want to know about us. And, and Mads, how do people get a hold of you? I want to be mentored by you. I want you to help me buy and sell a house. How do I find you? Uh, typically, you can find me on Instagram. It's just madsholland5280. So that's the best way to find me. Uh, obviously, you can go on the Compass website. Just Madison Holland is, you know, the best way to find me. You can 
Google me, see what you come up with, too. Uh-oh. Police <laughs> records. All yeah. right. Could be rough. How about, how about a phone number? 303-720-0456. Very the best cool. best number you could have. Right? No, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Jen, write that, that one down. down. Actually, post it in the, the comments. Of... All right. And there you go. Tabit, she already, already did. <laughs> Jen's on <sighs> It's, it's almost, almost like, like we've, we've done, done this before. Two times. All right. Times. And Mads, can we get you back for another episode? Because this was kick-ass. I would love that. I'll just have a little bit more coffee in me, and we'll just really dive in. All right. We'll, we'll get it January 2023. Okay. All right, All right guys. I'm going to run our extra. Don't go anywhere. And for those of you watching live or in syndication or listening to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. We are back next week with another show. In fact, you can catch us just about every week with a few holidays and exceptions at 10.30 Mountain Time on Monday mornings. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Hey. Thanks. That was fun. So, Mads, I'll get you copy. I know Adam's got to bounce.